This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Murphy. Thanks, Charlie. Once again, I am here with um, another guest on the Good Neighbor Podcast, a local business owner, um, somebody who I um, am dear friends with. She's a member of my local BNI group, Yay BNI. And um, I've come to know her professionally, personally. She's done work for me. And I'd love her to share her work with you. Her name is Deb Marvin with Deb Marvin Art. She is a local artist. She specializes in wildlife landscapes, um, you know, pet portraits. So she's a nature girl. And uh, so without further ado, I'll just ask Deb Marvin to say hello and to introduce um, Deb Marvin Art. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm a professional artist. Um, I've been an artist all my life. And um, recently, well, as recent as 2016, plunged into it full time. Um, I recognized long ago that I needed to treat my work as a business. Um, if I were to be successful, a lot of people don't realize a lot of artists don't realize that art is a business if you're going to be successful, you have to take into account all of the pieces that go into running a business and producing a product. There's some differences between um, artists as producer, artists as business person, and other businesses out there. Um, it's not like I can hire somebody to do my work for me, that kind of thing. Um, but I've done fairly well. Um, and, and know the ins and outs and what I'm up against. Yeah, well, I, I kind of have the same issue in that I'm a, I'm a creative person. I mean, I'm a Photoshop guy. I'm a writer. Um, I like photography. I do a lot of creative stuff. So if left to my own devices, I'll do that all day. But how do you make money at that? And so that's what I had to learn a few years ago. And um, so far, it's working out well. And it's led me to meet great people like you. So people... Um, who are interested in seeing some of the work that you've done, where do they go to find that? Well, I do post um, work. I have a Facebook page um, that's under DJ Marvin Art, I believe, or Deb Marvin Artist. Um, I also have a website, um, and that is djmarvinart.com. And I usually post my new work there before I even post it to Facebook. So if you ever want to see my work, that's the place to go. Um, and you can I know I've seen I've seen you at some art shows lately. I mean, yeah. you've, you've done some some uh, things down by the river, haven't you? Or maybe out Newport Way? Yes. Um, there's a lot of little art fairs that go on. Um, COVID kind of put a crimp in those things for a few years, but we're we're getting back into business again. This this summer's been fairly busy. Um, you'll find me at um, Art Art on the Hill, which is uh, put on by the Mount Adams Business Guild and some of the local um, businesses that um, are up there on Mount Adams. And that's that's the second Saturday of every month, with the exception of July and over the winter. So I go up there. I have a tent. I bring work that's for sale. Um, I also do prints of my work. So when I sell some, if somebody still wants that piece, they can get it as a print. Um, and I can go into a little more detail about what 
prints are if that comes up but suffice it to say they're archival they'll last as long as the original piece maybe longer in some cases so um, I do sell a lot of prints of my work um, and you can find me also at a lot of pet events um, I've been known to hang out at the dog park over on 42 um, the oh what is what is it called I can't remember there's a there's a dog park on 42 that yeah, the dog lovers out there will know what you're talking about, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I do pet events. I've, I'm often up at the zoo. I've done some work for the zoo for some of their um, art, their uh, fundraisers for mm -hmm. endangered species. So those are often held. Um, well, prior to COVID, they were actually held in local businesses. Um, the brewery up in, in oh, is it Mad Tree, I think, up in Oakley. Yeah has done has hosted some of their auctions and i donate work um to those causes and actually i actually belong to an organization called artists for conservation um and it's artists who um do work and and contribute to contribute their work or the the funds that are earned from that um to conservation programs over the, throughout the world you know um i've kind of maybe pigeonholed you in my mind a little bit around the pet portraits just because that's what resonates with me most and i've seen portraits that you've done of people's pets thinking like um you know pet portraits or maybe um, people commissioning portraits of their fur babies or their their furry best friend you know they treat them as members of the family um but sometimes also they can be done as memorial pieces mm -hmm. or pets that have passed um, to just kind of, you know, hang as a, uh, you know, in a place of honor in the home uh, in memory of their, their pet that has passed on. But people can kind of get a feel for what I'm talking about if they go to um, djmarvinart.com and see some samples of your work. You work in different mediums like oil, acrylic, colored pencil, pencil, but all of them are just so unique and brilliant in their own way. What's your favorite medium to work in? Um, these days, my favorite is probably oils, um, but colored pencil is a very close second. I have a I have a, a reason for choosing those two. Um, oils um, I chose to help me loosen up. I tend to be a little bit tight, um, and colored pencil lets me be tight and into the details. Okay. Um, and a lot of people look at my colored pencil work thinking it, that they're photographs. Um, and I don't strive to be photographic. I figure if you want a photograph, you can take a picture. Um, but it's, it's always um, good, good feedback to know that my work is that realistic. Um, so uh, a lot of people don't regard colored pencil as an artsy medium, but it's, it's uh, definitely... Um, can be a very high-end um, media to work in. Yeah, I've seen drawings of yours that I thought were photographs. And there are certain textures that I would think are very hard to replicate in pencil, like whether it's velvet or, you know, some of the furniture fabrics. And by God, I was, <laughs> I was sure it was a <laughs> photograph, but it wasn't. Um, you know, you've done a, a, a pencil drawing for me um, the first house that I ever built, we moved from it, and we just kind of wanted to honor that place in our new home here. So I had you 
do a colored pencil sketch of my old home and it's hanging on the wall here. So every time I pass by it, I think about you <laughs> and you, you know, you've kind of um, helped us to, to honor um, a bit of our past. What's your favorite piece that you've ever done? Um, is, or is that asking like, who's your favorite child? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, I have some, I have some favorites. Um, one of one of the things about being an artist is that we're never satisfied with their art. <laughs> we're always we know what we did wrong, even when no one else does, or what we think we did wrong. Um, I've got a couple of favorite pieces. One um, was a um, a piece. It was a tree, believe it or not, um, that really meant a lot to me. We we owned a a camp in Barrie, Massachusetts. Um, I lived in Massachusetts for several years. And it's an old American beech tree. And I just, I love beech trees. The bark on them is, is fascinating. Um, and I like texture um, and, it, and it shows in my work. And I was, this particular tree was one of the few that the beaver on our lake didn't get to. And it was quite large and quite old. Um, it had probably been around back in the days of the Revolutionary War for that matter, um, very old. And I used to love to sit under it and look up. And so I did this, I did this painting, a fairly large painting of this tree looking up into the branches from below. So the perspective was not looking at the tree, but looking up into the tree and up towards the sky. And um, that was back in actually 2005. And it was one of two pieces that I I, I got brave. Um, I know this sounds kind of funny, but I got brave and entered a juried art show. Um, and the juried art show is um, basically judge, judging starts when you you submit your entries and not everybody gets into the show, let alone win anything. So for me, just getting in would be winning. And I submitted two pieces um, and it was a it was basically a national show. And one was of a dog my dog and the other was of this tree and both pieces were accepted into the show and i was like i was on cloud nine um at the time i remember thinking wow the art world actually views me as an artist um yeah one of those pieces the the one of the dog actually won a third place in the uh, painting categories which made it even all the more um a thrill to me um to to have done that and it was that was probably the point at which I really realized that yes I could be a professional artist full-time because I was working um in IT actually um at the time and uh so yeah, and that's another that's another story for another podcast right absolutely absolutely <laughs> I'm not going I'm not going there <laughs> today you know I that um that tree piece that you described um I believe I've seen that on your website. Is that correct? That's correct. It is on there. Okay. It, well, it all the more reason for people to visit your website to 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 kind of see um, what you've described to us today. Yeah, my website covers it's it's broken down by medium and um, where I don't work in acrylics anymore. I prefer oils, um, despite the fact that they're a pain in the butt to clean up after. Um, <laughs> So my site is is broken down into the different media I've worked in. So the, there's oils, there's acrylics, there's watercolor, colored pencil, and pencil drawings. Okay. Um, and so you can you can take a, a peruse through the different different types of work I've done in the different media. Um, I also don't work in watercolor anymore. Um, 
it's a very unforgiving medium. And I decided I needed to focus on fewer because um, it's it's hard to get good at one or two if you're if you're constantly changing, um, and each medium has its own challenges. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, artists, um, are, I mean, just like people, are always evolving, anyways. Oh, absolutely. Changing, morphing, and you know, growing. So, so okay. Just kind of switching gears here now. I'm going to ask you to choose one of two questions to answer. Okay. Either, what do you do for fun, or what's your favorite place on Earth? Oh wow. Let's do the fun. Okay. <laughs> um, I've got lots of favorite places. Uh, most of them are too far away for me to go to them these days. Anyway, um, I for fun, I love to explore. And a lot of that is uh, mental exploring, mm -hmm. uh, learning. I'm kind of a, a forever student. And the things that I enjoy the most in that area is photography. Um, digital photography. I, I, I've got all sorts of fancy equipment that I still don't know how to use and I'm learning how to use. Um, I, I love nature. I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm a wildlife artist. And I, I love animals a lot. Um, but I love nature. And I've, I've done things like I studied herbal um, medicine with some with a with a woman up in Vermont when I lived there um, and so I'm always looking at the various types of flora and fauna wherever I am and there's a there's there's big differences between what grows in Kentucky and what grew back where I grew up um, I like to observe the wildlife and identify identify birds if, if I see a bird that I don't recognize I will look it up I have a little app on my phone that lets me do that. I have an app on my phone that lets me take a picture of a plant and it will tell me what it is. Um, and um, I found a uh, great big snake in front of my house one day and I didn't recognize what it was. And so I had to go find out. I'm not afraid of snakes. Um, some people, this one was huge compared to what I'm used to. It turned out to be a black racer. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's just, I'm constantly observing things. And to me, that's fun. I mean, art is fun. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to sit here and, and say that art is work and it can be definitely work, but it's also fun. Um, I doodle a lot. I like to draw little caricatures of animals, little cartoons. Um, my husband has often said that I should do more of those and try to sell them. But it, when I try to do that, it doesn't click for me. <laughs> So because yeah, your brain acts differently or just, you know, yeah, something, something it's, different it's, comes it's, out. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I'm, when I'm just doodling, it's just doodling kind of thing. And I know that there's a, there's a whole bunch of former coworkers who have little drawings that I've done. Um, and I, you know, I, they just sit there and I, somebody says, can I have that? And it's like, yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, someday they'll be worth a lot of money, like, like a Picasso sketch. Oh, or something. A Picasso you, never, you never know, you know, it, it's, it's kind of hard to think of those things as, as, uh, historical pieces somewhere down the road, you know, antiques roadshow. <laughs> right. I'll be long gone by then. Um, well, I, 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 I enjoy your art. I've loved seeing the pieces that you've produced that you've been able to show me in person. Um, it's always impressive. 
you know, I would love to have your talent, but I don't, unfortunately. <laughs> but fortunately, I can commission you <laughs> to kind of pro provide me with what with um, what's in my heart to hang on my wall. And I want others to know that they can do that um, as well. Our, our time together here is is over. We're wrapping up now. So before we before we go, is there one last thing, anything that you want the listeners to know about you? Um, if so, now's your time. Okay. Well, aside from loving to do the work and share it, I also like teaching people and I like teaching non-artists or people who don't think they can do art. Um, I, I taught a, a class years and years ago called Art for Non-Artists and it's always such a joy to have people realize that they don't have to be this masterful painter in order to enjoy the process. Um, and a lot of, believe it or not, a lot of art is often just like tricks. Um, it's probably not the best word to use, but you know, how to make a glistening eye, you know, it's, it, mm -hmm. it's just, just need to know the trick <laughs> and then it's poof it's magic um but that's that's always been something that that i've enjoyed um and i well that I doesn't surprise me it doesn't surprise me at all because you're a very giving person that's what i know you to be so if you can give somebody the gift of art and being able to express themselves um in, in much the same way that you do that's truly a great gift well, we do have to scoot now. Our, our time is up. The clock is ticking. Tick, tick. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that just leaves room for another podcast someday when you'll sit back in the chair here and we'll explore um, the rest of the story as it continues to unfold. For now, though, I will say thank you, Deb, for coming in and joining us and sharing with the listeners. Um, it's time to go now. Um, thank you all for joining us today. I will say, um, everyone out there, be good to your neighbor. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Union. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpunion.com. That's gnpunion.com. Or call us at 859-651-8330. 